what's up guys it's hot take it's hot take hot take without the hot take here and we are back for another episode of junior senior two views let's get straight into it has competition been de-emphasized in the nba um i don't i don't think so i don't think so i mean there have been like times where every there's been one team which has run over everybody in the NBA, that's like that's been a given over the past, especially over the past two decades. So I don't think it's been de-emphasized, especially this year. The it, for, a, for the first time in a long time, the East looks a lot denser than the West. Mm. Like there are so many teams in the East which are only a couple wins apart in terms of seeding. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's been de-emphasized in the NBA. I suppose I'm looking at it from player to player. So I look at it statistically from, like, for example, and it's a different time, and it's a different space, and I get it. But during Michael Jordan's time, he played 15 seasons. Nine of those seasons, he played a full 82 games and then some. Yeah. LeBron James has only done that once. Yeah. So I suppose I don't look at it from a team standpoint. I look at it from the fact of well, there's a lot more emphasis on load management, you know, players taking more time off. Because there's more apt for injury and more about, you know, holding on to the minutes. Whereas, you know, at a different time, in a different era, players were playing a full season, no matter what kind of situation they were in, and going well, out and playing. Well, the game's changed. It's a lot, it's played it a lot, fa- it's played a lot faster, or a lot more, is a lot more athletic. And so players and injuries have become a lot more common than they were. Than they were really. In, in my I don't opinion, think so. I don't think so. I think injuries have always been around in the NBA, whether it's the nineties or the eighties. No, know. they've always been around. Yeah, but so they, I think it's just. The, but with how the game has changed, it, they've become a lot more common in terms of athleticism. All right, playoff dark horse in the East and West. Which team needs to take the next step? All right, so start with that third step. I think who's your playoff dark horse? For me, in the East, people are looking at the Celtics and going, this is a team that could, that, that not only can go far, needs to go far. I have a feeling this is their last chance with with um, this team. <coughs> I have a feeling this is their last chance. The fire they're playing and the momentum that they're playing at, I think this has to be, this has to be the time for them to take that, that step. There's finally harmony in this locker room. Uh, Adoka's got these play- got these guys playing with a fire that I haven't seen from them since the 2018 season. So they need to take that step to not only go to the finals, but try to win the damn thing. Because last year was a terrible disappointment for them. The year previously was, all- was also just coming up short. They've got everything they need in, a- in defensively and offensively. This has to be the time for them. They need to take that next step. Okay. So, for me, the playoff dark horse says, In have the- to, well, I'm going to go to the East first. Yeah. I'm going to say, not even a dark horse. They've struggled a lot of the season, but now they're in. It's the Nets. Yeah. You know, once, well, things, get, once things get clicking, and, you know, they're scheduled to play, at this point, the Cavaliers, which I don't think they're going to lose that game. No. You got Kyrie and you got Durant, Durant, both healthy, both champions, both know playoff basketball, both can take a team. So I think that's the playoff team to worry about. I think 
in the East, the team with the most to prove, has to be the 76ers. Yeah. Particularly James Harden trying to exercise some of those demons over the last several years with the playoffs. And, you know, they have to get to that next level. And I, if they don't, then there's going to be some questions about that. And they face a hard competitor in the Toronto Raptors. Yeah. That, that's a test. Don't sleep on the Raptors. That's a test that they have to yeah. deal with. And then out of the West, my dark horse is the L.A. Clippers. Ooh. Despite the fact that they play they have under 500, you got Paul George back and he's healthy. Tyre Lue's done a fantastic job yeah, managing this whole he, season. He has, he has. He's done a really good job managing the team and getting them where they are. And you, it's a playoffs now, so I, I put them there. And the team with the most approved is the Utah Jazz. Despite the fact that them. they win, I know, but they got the most approved. Despite that they win game after, you know, they win 40 something, 50 something games a season. They've yet to get past that next. Well, point. they look, and if they don't this season, they look. They look jobs finished. They look damn sluggish this year. I they, apparently more more <laughs> drama seeping out with the whole this Donovan Mitchell Rudy Gobert situation. He's not passing him the ball, but that's another story. For me, in the West, it's I think it has finished uh, after the bell. For me, it's the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. They are that's, on track. That's the, that's the dark I horse. Think it, They're second seed. Yeah, but. Not many people are really paying attention to them in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think they're they're playing uh, like a true team, okay. and I think they can, if they can at least go to the Western Conference Finals, mm. that could be a big step for them in creating a winning culture. And that's what they need to do. They need they've got the pieces, but they need to establish a winning culture um, for this team to thrive. And for Ja to say, yeah, I'm sticking here. Okay. All right, next question. Super Bowl or bust for the Bills this season coming up? I feel like they need a couple of things in the draft. They need to grab <coughs> – they need an interior line for their defense. They need an interior line. Um, they also need a, a good headlining running back. They'll probably pick one up later on in the draft uh, because first-round running backs aren't really that common anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but – I feel like if they just get a headlining running back and an interior line, they are Super Bowl contenders, and I think it's it's got to be time for them. Well, I mean, I, I well they've got some years, but well, is they this, need to. Is, you know, there's a lot of things for them. You know, this is the it's about the new stadium, it's about you know, all that, the signing of Von Miller, the extension for Stephon Diggs. You know, everything's being set for this team to get to that point. And they were almost there last season, and you know all of that. All upstate New York would have, you know, heartbroken off that. So now, you know, this is it. I mean, and, and it just gets harder because yeah. the AFC is so stacked now, and so it's a, it's going to be a long, hard road to get out of. But you know, I I would predict that they will win the East. I think that's the team to win. You know, the only team next to them really would be the Patriots, but not by a far second. So I think it, it is. I think it's Super Bowl or bust for the Bills. I think if they don't win now, at least the next now for this year, and get to that point, it's going to be disappointing because they've gotten so close each time. And also, they do have some. That recently drafted core is only cheap for so long, as the Colts can tell you. But moving on, agree with Allen Iverson saying that the '96 NBA draft class is better than LeBron's and Jordan's. Um, I think in terms of. Depth and value picks, I consider it to be the greatest draft class in history. Um, 
you have obviously LeBron and Jordan's draft classes. Um, that's just amazing draft classes, like finding the two best players of all time, and also um, talent like Akeem Olajuwon, uh, Carmelo Anthony, Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Wade, Charles mm-hmm. Barkley, mm-hmm. John Stockton. The list goes on. But in terms of depth and value picks, who saw Steve Nash? turning into one of the best point guards of all time coming out of that draft. Not a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Who saw Kobe Bryant turning into an icon coming out of that draft? Not a lot of people. Of course not. So, and Kobe Bryant was picked 13th. Mm-hmm. Steve Nash was 15th. Mm-hmm. You know, you rarely find generational all-star level elite players at 15. Mm-hmm. In terms of depth, the 96 draft, and let's not forget about Iverson, Living up to the potential and then some he showed coming out of Georgetown. Okay. So, in my opinion, yes, I do agree with Allen Iverson is that the 96 draft class is the best of all time. Yeah, I, I don't... I won't. And look, of course he's going to say that because he's from there. Depending on which draft class Allen Iverson came out of, he'd say it's the best draft class. Yeah. He was number one. He was chosen number one. It is his draft class. He's yeah. not going to say otherwise. Yeah. Um... I don't. I don't disagree. I'm looking at the list. Like you know, outside of our, outside of the top ten, where you have Ray Allen, Stephon Marbury, Antoine Walker, uh, you know, you have you know, after ten, it still gets good because then you have Kobe Bryant, of course, at thirteen, Steve Nash at fifteen, Paige Stoyakovich at fourteen. Look at the depth. You know, Jermaine O'Neal. You had Walter McCarty. You had. You, know, you had some serious players that went even in the first and round. Jermaine O'Neal was a legitimate MVP candidate. Yeah. So, so, you can that depth in that draft was incredible. Yeah, in my that's the best draft class of all time <coughs> for me, because it's a, it's, it's the a, amount of elite the say. amount of elite talent that was coming through that draft was ridiculous, and what they turned into was even more ridiculous. All right, you go. All right, next thing to look at is okay. Surprise! Surprise! I got it. Surprised by the number of batters. Hit by pitches at the start of the baseball season. Very surprised, especially since it's the Nats on the Mets. That was five and times. That was five times. five times. But it happened in other games. Um, but five times in so far in this in the opening series. And <coughs> you had Buck Walter giving that look. It's like, I mean, it happened it happened in the Milwaukee Cubs series. It yeah. happened in other other series. I think players haven't gotten the reps they needed because of the lockout and they had to turn it on immediately. Because of the, it was okay. We got to go spring yep. training now, um, but I also think I don't think there's any malice yet. Uh, I don't think there's any malice behind any of any of these, I, and especially with the Nats, they have a really young rotation, an experienced rotation. So there, but it's five times. But I don't think there's any malice behind any of that. But some of those might get ugly as the season goes down. But I I am surprised. But it's like it's understandable. Considering the circumstances, yeah. you mentioned about the reps, and I, I I agree. I don't think pitchers are quite warmed up yet. I think that it's it's scary. I don't think the pitchers have reacted wrong. I think it's you know I don't know what it's like to get hit by a ball. I certainly know what it's like to throw at somebody with a baseball at that speed. Um, it is a scary thing for the batter as well as the pitcher. I agree with you. There wasn't you know there hasn't been hitters getting especially during the Mets Nat series. There wasn't a bat flip followed by. Somebody's throwing behind someone yeah. as a warning, you know. These things just happen, and it's it, it's. I think it's just that. I believe I agree with you. I think it's a lack of practice, and pitchers just haven't had 
enough time out there on the mound to actually get warmed up and be more efficient. I think as the season wears on, you won't see that. Yeah. You know, and you'll see bat- batters still get hit, whether it's on the foot or on or in the back. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's you know, it's a, it's a dangerous game at times. So yeah. I, I don't think anything of it. The Mets Nat series got a bit much. I don't think there was any intent there either, with the hits. I think you know, the, the the clearing of the benches. I think was just one thing, but I don't think there was any intent involved whatsoever. Yeah. Uh, did Frank Vogel deserve to get fired? Hell no. <coughs> he is the least of the Lakers' problem. He was the least of the Lakers' problems. Are you telling me the way the team was constructed, he deserved that? Absolutely. What? <laughs> oh well, poor how, Frank. How did like poor was Frank. it was it his fault that he lost his best defensive players poor when, Frank. when uh, he lost his best defensive poor pieces Frank. when he's a defensive coach? Poor Frank. I don't understand it with this. Why aren't more people? Frank why, why aren't more people blaming Palenka for this? I do like. It just—it's mind-boggling. I'm—I'm—I'm <coughs> I'm not gonna. I'm—you know—I just threw out the yes for a reason. I, look, I—he doesn't deserve to be fired. But at the end of the day, if you're gonna clean house, which is what this team will need to do in the off-season, with the exception of, of what we talked about last week of a few players who might have a chance to stick around, you're gonna have to start anew. Yeah. So Frank Vogel. He got them to the championship. People can put an asterisk next to that Lakers and say it was a bubble and this was this and that. It was still a championship. Well, everyone else had healthy it teams. It was still a championship. And this season hasn't played out as planned. He lasted a lot longer than I thought. I thought All-Star break, that was it. And they yeah. hung on to him for the, to the bitter end. Yeah. So, reportedly, their search now. Who's available, be, though? Who's their available? search Will be extensive. They're not gonna. They're gonna just take a long time to figure it out. Whoever it is, it might as well just be LeBron James. Yeah. Why are you even? Why are you even putting a coach out there? Why are you yeah. even? Just ask David Blatt. Has anybody seen yeah. David Blatt? Yeah. David Blatt is on the other side of the planet. He's yeah. probably in Israel now coaching, or no, probably in Europe. Yeah. Because LeBron James pretty much got him right out of town. Yeah. So whoever the coach is gonna be. It might as well be LeBron. Why not make him player coach? Yeah. Has, it's not uh, not unusual. Yeah, Bill yeah. Russell was a player coach. Yeah. So why not? I, I it, it's not his fault. It's been a dumpster fire every season. Well, I could care less because if Rob the Boy Monroe is listening, ha ha ha. <laughs> anyway, moving on. Would the Lakers be have been a better team with the acquisition of Demar Derozan? One player is not going to change it. One player is not going to change it. I'm tired of talking about the Lakers. Move on. What? One, one player. We're not done talking about one, this. One player is not going to change it's the not about one player. It's about of one of season. Course, obviously, there's other players, but there was talk and rumor about DeMar DeRozan wanting to play in L.A. I mean, he played in USC at USC. Okay, and so that's his, want, it's his home. It's his home, and he he thought as a free agent that way I would have checked on him. Um, you know, would that have made a difference? Probably in the style of play. In the style of play, yes, but in the win column, maybe you get you get other players. You I'm get not saying it's not just maybe you, maybe you get five more wins, tops. Five more wins. Maybe maybe you get five more wins. I'm being generous. He's I like I'm. This isn't about Demar Derozan. This is about the makeup of the entire team. Their bench is absolute ass. Their their defense was on a metric level of just horrible. Care. Like, they've got no, they've got n- no young talent 
who are who is consistent outside of Malik Monk. None. Mm. They've got no stable big men. AD is day to day. Street clothes. He is a he, street, street clothes constantly. That's it. He's the Nature Valley bar of the NBA. They've got no other big men outside of him other than what? DeAndre Jordan for a little Put bit. Dwight Howard. God. Put it to bed. All right, next. I'm tired we, of talking about the Lakers. We're done talking about the Lakers. We'll put them, we'll put dirt on that. Yeah. Okay, now, let's look for the next thing here. Should Man United be concerned about Cristiano Ronaldo's injury? Now, the top four race is getting very tight in the Premier League. Obviously, teams are jockeying for Champions League spots next mm-hmm. year. Um, I think, yes, they should be. Uh, with the, uh, and as a United fan, I am concerned. Uh, moving with because United still have an outside shot at the top four, but barring other results, but I feel like just it's been a weird, it's been a really, really, really inconsistent season for United, and they've had to they've swapped managers, they've swapped personnel. I think they need to they get an off season and and they just regroup because is that it for Cristiano Ronaldo though? Here, no. No, 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 no. It's not. It's not. It, no, it's not it for him. He's gonna keep playing until his legs give out. Really? That's, Thirty-seven years if old. If you know, those you, injuries take if, a little while longer to come you, back from. If you know Ronaldo, he is the epitome of dedication, and he won't give up. This is Ronaldo we're talking about. I know, it's, but it's anybody who has, it gets that gets that. Yeah, but it, this, the this, skills start to. Yes, but wait. this is Ronaldo. He's okay. not gonna give up. All right. No matter on. what his age, he'll probably probably play when he's in his mid fifties if he could. Moving on, this is the next one. You like this one? You read that one out loud for everybody. Can the Bulls turn things around in the playoffs? No, no. no. They're gonna get smoked. No. They're gonna get smoked. By they the, are playing the Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks. No, the defending. Right. Let me blame. Let me, let me say oh. my piece. Oh. It is. It's been a cavalcade oh. after the All Star break. Oh. Uh, your Knicks aren't even in the playoffs. Calm down. Oh, you trying to throw drop? You, oh, okay. They're not even nice, in the playoffs. Nice, sweet, nice effort throwing a barb out to the but, Knicks. But moving on. No, keep um, going. Let me but, hear you. Let yeah, yeah moving on. The defense this year has not been good. Uh, they have, yeah, they've dealt with a lot of injuries. Uh, the only And their biggest strength on offense has been uh, in the transition, uh, losing Lonzo and... Levine for extended periods of time has really has really limited their offense. They haven't really had had good a good guy who can get them sparked on defense. Patrick Williams has been out all year. Um, they're gonna get completely creamed by Milwaukee. I just hope they can at least win one game. But Giannis is gonna run all over them in the paint. They haven't really got a good defensive big man. Look, at least they're here. At least they can hopefully win one game. Okay. I'm just happy that they're in the playoffs to begin with. I haven't seen them in the playoffs since 2017. So yeah. I'm just happy that they're here. Really? Honestly. You're good. Good. To, just happy to be here. Yeah, happy to be here. I get just, ready to be smoked like yeah. salmon. Uh, I'm they ready. Are just I'm ready to get smoked. Just please win one. Seven and fifteen. Look, if that's their just, record since the All Star. If break. they just win one game, I'll be happy. That one. is their record. This is the All Star break. They've struggled defensively. That was their that was that was the, what they hung their hat on. I get they've had injuries. Lonzo's out for the rest yeah. of the year. That's he shut thing. down. He shut down. You know they just. Don't. I can't. You can't blame it all on the injuries. No, they of course not. They haven't looked good on defense. No, of course not. Since, and since so, losing those pieces. And so, I mean, it's a tough order. 
when particularly when you know some of those guys outside of Caruso really, you know, haven't really seen the playoffs much. Yeah. Outside of Caruso, Demar saw the playoffs. Demar saw the playoffs, but he's faltered every time he's been there. But I'm saying, if you take him and Caruso off the picture, that's not much. Vucevic, Vucevic is playing on the Magic's whole career. Yeah, what do he know about playoffs? Just sitting at home, cracking a beer. Yeah, so they're going to get smoked. They should win at least one one game, just for pride's sake. Just win one playoff game, just for pride's sake. Next off season, uh, uh, lose Zach. Zach might be walking. No, I think he'll he'll he'll, he'll, he'll stick around. I hopefully I think um the front op, the new front office will recognize the issues and hopefully fix them in the offseason through uh, the draft. And on a side note, I know you threw a bar about the Knicks. What? One player to look at for the future, Obi Toppin. Yeah. Feel it. He's good. He His good. skill has emerged. Feel it. Obi Toppin. He That's is good. He's become a more that. dynamic player. He has more time to play. Yeah. Uh, should Mets fans be cautious, cautiously un- optimistic about the undefeated start to the season? They're well, playing. that ended now anyway. They're playing. They're play- that happened. They were playing the Nats. The Nats are rebuilding. <coughs> I'm not gonna. I'm, they I'm, were undefeated until today. They lost. Yeah, but they're play- They were playing the Nats. Let's, no, no, I, let's I, calm I, down. I, I'm calm. I'm calm. I, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not deluded because I know what happens here. Because last yeah. season the same thing happened. The Mets started off really, really strong, and then collapsed all over the place. Yeah. So that's why they brought Buck Showalter in because Luis Rojas couldn't handle the business. Yeah. And you know, as far as I'm concerned, you may agree with me or not. Of course, one player, in my opinion, has to show up as Lindor. Yeah, he has Lindor to. Has to. No, show he has up. to. He had a horrible season. And well, he wasn't terrible. He didn't have a yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no, no. At the plate, he was pretty bad. Defense, his defensive metrics were justified his contract, in my opinion. He was great on defense. Yeah, his think. defensive metrics were great. Yeah, really. Yes, he he actually <laughs> adjusted to. He's an anti shifter, and he his they the philosophy of the Mets has been aggressive shifting. As soon as he switched to aggressive shifting, his defensive metrics were fantastic last season. Which, in my opinion, justified his contract. Because he's never really been an elite defensive defensive guy at shortstop. So, I think I think that justified his contract, but he needs to show up at the plate this year. But a couple of other guys have been in this, new, in this series. I'm talking about Lindor. Period. But he got paid the most. Steve Cohen opened up the briefcase. If I'm if I'm the owner and I give him that much money, I don't care what the metrics say about how he grabs a ball. Yeah, it's what he's doing hitting the ball at the park. Well, it, outside of Lindor, the hitters have been have have been looking good. Yeah, Cano's look good in early early games. McNeil's look good but in it's, early it's games. It's all about Lindor, and he doesn't have his co-pilot who's left to go to play in Detroit, which is good. So he doesn't have time to do thumbs down crap. So yeah. it, less distractions. Get on with playing the game. And, let's and ba- see Bassett looked good in his first start as well. He so did, did look good. So did Scherzer. He did look good. Uh, uh, could Tiger Woods potentially win the Masters after making the cut? Look, it's Tiger. He's obviously going to have people betting on him to win the Masters. Uh, it's people like, I feel like, but he's looked in pain uh, in early play. He's looked very much in pain so far, so... Can he even like move? Can he even move effectively to be able to get some good swings off? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I don't look. I don't. 
I don't watch enough golf to care. And I think the only reason people watch golf and the intrigue around golf happens to be because Tiger Woods. It happens because he decided he's going to show up and play. Well, not really. There, there are elite there players are the guys. outside. You, know, you got Rory McIlroy, Brooks Koepka. It's over anyway, by the way, because we've reported this now saying, could win it. Someone else already won it. So Scotty Scheffler won oh, the green God. jacket. Yeah. So I don't know where Tiger landed up. So I don't know where he ended up. But look, the fact that... If he got a top 10 know, finish, that's encouraging. Well, look, the fact that he got to where he was and participated is a miracle. Considering uh, that 14 months ago, you know, by all accounts, the, the, that accident was horrific. Yeah. And he shouldn't have walked away. He's not walking well. Yeah. But, but it's golf. You can play golf to your oldest dirt. Golf is the one sport that you there's no there's no sort of yeah, limit but, how long you but can play. But when for. you've got five million injuries running through your body, Who cares? And five five million surgeries done to you. You keep playing. It's your, golf. Your body breaks down regardless if it's golf. Don't look. In my opinion, it's golf. Golf has longevity. You can play a lot longer in golf than, than any other sport. Yeah, but I also compare swinging a golf club to akin to, not akin to, but it's close to pitching, pitching a baseball because you're, you're contorting your body, you're, and that's how injuries happen. You're contorting your body, you're doing it at a fast motion and quick, quickly enough for your body to react in the way you don't want it to react. Mm-hmm. So, I'll read this one. Yep. Is it is the fact that Chris Paul has been part of record winning teams enough without a championship? Look, if you don't have the ring, it don't mean a thing. Look at people like look at John Stockton and Carl Malone. <laughs> they played together <coughs> nothing but winning seasons, eighteen legitimate cracks at winning a championship, and none of them none of those eighteen chances produced produced the ring. They made it there twice, ran into MJ's Bulls twice, so it doesn't matter. Okay, so I'm just going to read off, because he's been part of winning teams. So 56 wins when he was with the Hornets, that was in 2008. 57 wins with the Clippers, Clippers, that was in 2014. 65 wins with the Rockets, and this year, 63. Yeah. I feel like with his, the, the, the Rock outside of this year, I think the Rockets won with his best shot. But he got, he got injured. He got injured. He was playing with a huge fire in the Western Conference Finals before he got injured. I think they might have just won the championship. I, I'm, I'm of the mind that this is it. As far as this Phoenix team being assembled to win and for Chris Paul to finally get a ring, he's 37 years old, you know... I think that this is the time right now to have the right ingredients to win. They're the favorites to win the West. Anything short of a championship will be a failure. And yeah. it'll be a it's not going to take away from his, you know, status as being a first ballot Hall of Famer. That'll happen whenever yeah. he decides to walk away. But, you know, he's been chasing this ring for a while now. And now's the time to actually this come has through. To, this has, this to has to be to it. Happen. It has to be it for him. It has to be it. Because if it's not, that's going to be disappointing. Um, okay, so we have ourselves a more of a somber story to end 
end off this episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple days ago, it was uh, in the wee hours of our time in the morning, it was reported that uh, Dwayne Haskins, uh, unfortunately, was hit by a car in Florida and subsequently passed away. Uh, you can't really say anything other than it's a massive tragedy. Forget his NFL career. Forget every, anything he did at Ohio State. This was a 25-year-old guy. He had so much life ahead of him. <coughs> and from the videos he was putting on his Instagram story with Najee Harris and Steelers players, he looked to be having a great time down in Florida training with those guys. So I – and it, it it's really like when you told me, I was shocked. Mm. I was really shocked because it came out of nowhere it came through on the wires i saw it on espn came through on facebook i mean i i agree with you i he's 24 he wasn't even 25 yet and so you know it was sort of that whole thing you know he's getting his career online chance to actually get a spot on the steelers roster he was technically speaking the third quarterback because you had mason rudolph and you have Mitchell trubisky so he was getting things in line you know, he could draft, he was drafted, you know, first round draft pick for the Redskins, local guy in Florida, done good, had struggles in Wa- in Washington, but who doesn't because it's a crappy franchise. And, and he then, was the, and he, uh, look, you know, I don't really want to talk about, uh, I, I don't really want to be an Adam Schefter in this situation no, 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 with no, what's no, been no, going on with that because that was, that was, uh, that was really that bad. Was that was really bad optics. No, and he's been taking L's for oh, his yeah, bad I optics. Mean, but it, it moving on from that, um, no. this is you can't really say anything else about about this. No, like, it's tragic. It's really, it's really, it's it's really tragic. And there's some look. There's some. There's some other things. Investigations around where he was crossing. He was apparently crossing on a, a major highway. So you know he wasn't crossing on a street. So I think there's more information that's going to come around about how it all happened for him. But again, it's it's you know it's it's tragic and and no one's guaranteed tomorrow. So yeah. that's just that you know that life has a way of you know coming at you in different ways. So yeah. things happen, and so you know out there to him and his his family and you know his loved ones. That's that's sad. But yeah, on that note, uh, we are done for tonight. Yeah. Uh, if you're coming from TikTok, welcome. welcome. We do this thing two times a week. Uh, we're gonna have more in store NBA playoffs. Are starting mm-hmm. Stanley Cup playoffs in the NHL are also going to be starting mm-hmm. in the coming week or weeks, mm-hmm. week or so, a week, week or so. It's going to be very interesting. MLB season's getting into swing. NFL drafts gonna roll Let's around. Let's not forget soon. the USFL is about to start. Ooh. Oh God! Can't even, wait for that. Even if if it if it even starts, considering what's going on. Can't wait for that. But anyway, <laughs> that's our episode for tonight. We'll see you in the next one. Ciao.